take our Bible and go over to the book of Psalms chapter 42. Uh, Psalms chapter 42, one of my most favorite chapters in the Bible. And uh, I really didn't intend to preach this tonight, this past week, but I really didn't know what the Lord wanted. So I tried to pray and seek God and uh, kind of just led us this way. I'll um, preach at it, look at it a little different tonight along the way, kind of look at some things here. We're going to read the whole chapter, just 11 verses, uh, and then preach what God's given us. Actually, stand tonight, if you would, we'll reverence the reading of God's Word. Good to see everybody here tonight. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're glad to be here tonight, but you're not here by accident. And you need to realize that tonight. God has you here for a reason. And uh, so I pray that you know Him and that you're serving Him like you should. Let's begin to read in Psalms chapter 42. Look with me in verse 1. The Bible says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with a multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites and from the hill of Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Boy, we seen that this morning, didn't we? Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto, uh, unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, My rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. You can be seated tonight. Lord, we come before you tonight. Thanking you one more time to be in your house. We ask tonight that those that are here, that Lord, they'll be very attentive to the Word of God and to the Holy Spirit. We ask tonight if there's somebody lost, I pray that God, as you convict their heart and deal with them, that they would move and get saved. There may be somebody here tonight that is struggling, and Lord, I pray that you would touch them. Or maybe somebody that needs direction, and I pray you'd help them with that. And Lord, we just ask tonight that while we preach that you'd touch us and anoint us afresh from heaven. And God, we're going to give you the glory for it all tonight. But we ask you to do a work in, in, in these folks' hearts and not only in their hearts, but in my heart tonight to do something that we cannot do. And Lord, not only would we leave out of here different, but that we would leave better than what we come in in our life towards you tonight. We thank you for everybody that's here. Again, I pray that be attentive. Deal with hearts and save that sinner's nearest tale for these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As I read Psalms chapter 42, the uh, psalmist is in a place where it seems as though he could not find God. And I think that there have been times in all of our lives, if you've been saved, uh, 
uh, any length at all and live life, it may seem like uh, that you can't find him sometimes. Uh, it may seem like that he's uh, kind of got quiet. and It may seem like that uh, he has hid his face and uh, there's times that it feels as though we cannot pray uh, uh, and that we can't find him. And I'll be honest with you, there's been times that I've wondered uh, if my prayers were heard. Uh, uh, but I'm glad tonight that I know that he's real and that I'm saved uh, uh, and that I'm here. Now you need to understand tonight that if you're His, uh, uh, His eye is on you tonight. Uh, boy, I'm glad tonight that He is ever uh, uh, and that watching uh, uh, His children. As I read this chapter, I see that uh, in one verse the psalmist is up, and in the next verse uh, the psalmist is down. Uh, we looked, he said, Why thou can't? And notice what he does, he talks to himself. Uh, along the way. Have you ever talked to yourself uh, about your spiritual condition? I, I, I do that from time to time. I, I was in my study today talking to myself. I, I don't know if my wife or the cat heard me or not, uh, but I was in there talking to myself. I talked to me and then I talked to the Lord. And I talked to me and I talked to the Lord for a little while. But I, if you notice right here in uh, verse 5, I want you to see something that I'm going to preach. And most here at the church knows this. Uh, Notice what the psalmist asked. He said, Why art thou cast down, uh, uh, O my soul? He wants to know. Uh, uh, he just asked that question. He said, Why art thou disquieted in me? Uh, he said, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. He said, Listen, I, I, I'm going to hope in God, uh, and He is going to come by and smile on me. That's what he's saying. Uh, he said, uh, for the help of his countenance. But if you go to verse 11, uh, notice what he said. He asked the same question again. Uh, and he said, why art thou cast down, uh, uh, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted uh, within me? He said, hope thou in God. You know, he's the only hope you got tonight. You may be hoping in this world, but he listen, this world will let you down. Uh, uh, and I mean, it will send you straight to hell uh, if you're hoping in it. Uh, uh, but in Christ Jesus the Lord tonight, I'm glad we can hope in Him. But notice what He said, uh, For I shall yet praise Him uh, uh, who is the health of my countenance. He said, first of all, uh, His countenance is going to smile on me in verse 5. Uh, and then He said in verse 11, He's going to help my countenance. Hey, I'm going to tell you, He can change you uh, when He comes by. Amen. But I want to look at some things about what He said in verse 4 tonight. I'm going to, be, I, I'm going to try to hurry. Uh, for y'all that don't go here, I, I can't say my name fast. So you all's in a mess is all I know to tell you tonight when I get in a hurry. Uh, my church knows that. But I'll try. I want you to look at what He said in verse 4. When I remember. And I want to preach tonight on some things of do you remember when? Looking out of this chapter right here. Uh, I, I ask us tonight, do, do you remember something? You know, we sing, we sing some songs out of that red, red, red back book, I, I, I Remember the Day. Yeah. Page 130, ain't it? I believe it's 130. I, I remember the day when the Lord saved me. Uh, listen tonight, I, I, I'm glad tonight that I can remember that, that I can go back uh, uh, and I can recall that day and that time uh, uh, that He come into my heart and He changed me. Uh, we sing sometimes that old song, Precious uh, Memories. And it's good to think back and to remember. It's good to uh, go back and have a memory of some things. Uh, and He says right here, when I remember these things, 
And I want to look at some things to remember tonight. First of all, number one, can I ask you, uh, is there a time that you remember when you thirsted for God? Look in verse 1. He said, As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. Uh, he thirsted for God. Do you ever remember having a thirst for God? Hey, I remember when I needed to get saved, I, I remember that there was something I, uh, that I needed. I wasn't exactly sure what I needed, I, I, but I know that if I went and asked God to save me, I, He'd take care of that. Amen. And you know what He does? He quenches uh, that thirst in your heart tonight uh, uh, and will save you. And, and what that is, that word thirst, uh, as He's talking there, it's defined as a, uh, as a want or a desire uh, uh, for anything. And the psalmist said, uh, he said, My soul uh, uh, thirsteth for God, for the living God. Hey, when's the last time uh, uh, that you thirsted to get in the presence of God uh, and get around God uh, uh, and the Spirit of God and feel Him touch you uh, and squeeze on your heart I to know that he's real and something in your heart tonight. When's the last time that you desired to fellowship with him? Well, I'm talking about fellowship and sitting down. And I mean, I got to think about this late this afternoon. I, I, I mean, just I'm not talking about praying. I'm talking about just sitting down and talking to the Lord like a friend. Just having a conversation with him. I, I, I mean, I know he's holy tonight. I, I get to have, the preacher understands that, and he's righteous. I, I, but I'm telling you tonight, I, I, he talks about us calling him Abba Father over there. I, I, he's talking about us being a son of his uh, and a daughter. He's talking about having a relationship. When's the last time that you ever thirsted uh, uh, just to get in the presence of God uh, and fellowship with him and him with you uh, and just know that he's there? Amen. When's the last time, what did he say, my soul thirsted for God? Thirsted to come by and see Him. When's the last time that you prayed, Lord, would you come by in our church service? Would you come by and meet with folk? Would you come by and save somebody? And I mean thirst to see that. When's the last time that we thirsted? For God to move upon our neighbor. For God to move upon our friends and our co-workers that they might get saved. When's the last time that we've had that thirst? He said, when I remember these things. Well, you might be able to look back and remember some of those things that you say, I'm not doing, I'm not like that now. I'm not like, I don't have that thirst that I once had. David said in Psalm 63, Oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. Boy, he said, my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. He said, to see thy power and thy glory as I have seen in thy Hey, some of you can remember when God, uh, uh, listen, used to come by uh, and meet with us here. It seemed all the time. And uh, some of you can remember in the past and think back through time uh, uh, when God would come by. Hey, what's the difference now? I preached on that not too long ago. We're not living in a place where God will do that. We're not praying in a place where God will answer. Hmm? Well, when's the last time we thirsted? The psalmist said, I thirsted to see God move. I want to see Him move in my life. I want to see Him move in your life. I want to see Him do something for you and do something in your family's life. He said in verse 3, My tears 
have been my meat day and night. Now, these are tears of sorrow. And, and, and you know, there's just sometimes that we have to deal with tears of sorrow. I mean, he's in a place right here. He can't find God. and I, I mean, it seems like his enemies are against him. Read that whole chapter. And he said, my tears have been my meat day and night while they continually saying to me, where is thy God? They're scoffing at God. They're mocking God and uh, mocking what he believes. And, and he's weeping and crying uh, over sorrow. Sometimes we weep over sorrow, don't we? I thought about when my grandfather passed away, my mother's dad, I was probably about 18 years old. Me and Kelly wasn't even married. We were dating one another, but we wasn't married. And I can remember going, that's how I keep all that stuff together, by the way. And I remember going to the funeral home, and uh, I, I remember when, when the preacher got done, and I, I remember hugging his neck, and I, I just cried because I knew I was going to miss him. It was tears of sorrow. You know, I've told you before, we, we don't sorrow for the saved uh, that's done went on to heaven. We sorrow for us because we're going to miss them, you see. But they wept, didn't he? When's the last time? When's the last time, though, that we wept? Not necessarily because of sorrow. It's easy to weep over sorrow. We face sorrow all the time, don't we, it seems like. What we see this morning in Job 14, we talked about that. Man is born a woman is a few days and full of trouble. What was it in Job 5? Man is born into trouble as the sparks fly upward. We, we understand about trouble, but when's the last time that we ever wept over somebody that was lost? When's the last time that I, I'm asking you to remember back? See, some of y'all can remember a time in your life uh, when you would pray and, uh, and beg God to save folk. Somebody just begged God to save your children, and God did. You'd weep. You'd, you'd go to bed and wet your pillows. You'd go to bed at night time to save your daughter, to save your son. I, I, but friend, when's the last time that uh, we wept over our neighbors and over our friends? And, uh, over, I mean, it's folk that we know that was dying. Of. Hey, you know what, church? We're running out of time. Amen. If you don't think so, look at the book. I mean, hey, this thing's wrapping up, coming to an end. It's closing up. Hey, I, I listen tonight. We need to be about his business tonight. What was it? Ephesians said, redeeming the time because the days are evil. <coughs> Running out of time. When's the last time that we wept over sinners? Psalms 126, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, barren precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I remember I witnessed a lady one time over in the nursing home, and I'd go over and I'd talk to her, and I, she was lost, and she was very hard, and she didn't say a whole lot. Wouldn't talk. I've been trying to remember her name all day, and I, I can't bring it to me, but I, I remember I, I, I asked the Lord, I, I did, I said, Lord, would you just break my heart when I go in there to talk to her, and let me weep over her. And you know what? The Lord done that. Boy, I got in there one day and got to witnessing to her and talking about the Lord. And boy, he just broke my heart and showed me she was lost and needed to get saved. And boy, I just stood in there and cried before her. You say, well, what's that mean? You know, God, he puts all that stuff in, in a book and bottles it up. Is it Psalms 56? Is that where it's at? Is it in Psalms 56? He said, thou tell us my wonderings. I put down my tears into a bottle. Are they not in thy book? 
Sister Kathy sings sometimes a song that tears are a language that God understands. He, he understands that when we're heartbroken. He understands that uh, when we're weeping over lost people. He even understands when we're weeping over our sin. It's the last time you think back about that. He said, when I remember these things. I thought about tears of joy. How many of us have shed tears of joy before? Amen. Boy, when you see somebody get saved, it just does something to you, don't it? Should. Amen. I mean, are you that hard-hearted it won't do something to you? I remember I thought about this late this afternoon as uh, uh, when, when Hunter and Bethany was getting married. I, I would sit in my study and uh, I, I'd begin to write out what I was going to say at, uh, at, that, at their wedding ceremony and I couldn't get it finished for crying. This girl comes bouncing down the aisle to get married and, I, and she's smiling from ear to ear and as I start talking, boy, the whole demeanor changes because we're all crying now. But it was tears of joy. It was tears of happiness. You know, God sees that stuff. Notice what He said right here. He said, when I remember these things. Can you think back to when you wept over your sin or wept over your neighbor's lost condition or wept over your children? What about remembering back when you had Joy and praise. Remember, look here what he said in verse 4. We talked about going to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise. When all you simply wanted to do was praise the Lord. When you wanted, you couldn't wait to get to church, I'd get up in the choir. Because you was ready to sing. You wanted to sing. You, I mean, you loved singing about God. You loved singing about what the Lord had done for you. That's why I love page 2 in our choir book. When it talks about that he wrote my name. Man, I love that song. I love page 346 in the Redback book. I know my name is there. Why? Because he wrote it down. I mean, that's all about him. Hey, you seen page 97. Jesus saves. Uh, Jesus saves. I love them songs. I love to sing them. Hey, we sung tonight. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Hey, that's a wonderful song tonight. Tis so sweet. To trust in Jesus. But I'm going to tell you tonight, it's horrible when you don't. Man, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're worried about everything else, I'm talking to safe folks. If you're lost tonight, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You've never trusted in Him. You've never placed your faith in Him. And you're miserable already. Amen. But I'm talking about for somebody that's saved tonight, uh, uh, that, that's not got their faith in Him, uh, uh, that's not looking to Him for help. Hey, listen, it's miserable time. Amen. Remember back to when all you wanted to do was praise Him and sing about Him and sing to Him. I love singing to Him. I love singing about Him. Remember? You say, well, I can't remember that. Well, maybe you ought to start. (laughs) Amen. Maybe you ought to start. Look in verse 5. Listen, what did He say? Hope thou in God. Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieting in me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. When you had hope. And you remember back when you had some hope in your life? Now you can't lose your hope of salvation. It's there. 
I mean, listen, if you're saved, you're saved forever. Uh, that can't be undone. I, I, but I'm telling you, it seems like along this life that sometimes we lose hope, don't we? What did we see this morning in Acts 27? I told about the storm of our... You remember what the Apostle Paul said when they were in that storm and when neither uh, sun nor stars had appeared in many days and no small tempest lay upon us? He said, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. You ever been in a place where you just felt like you didn't have no hope? I think some of us can remember back that time. But remember remember back when you, 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 you thought that and you know that you had hope? Boy, you, you just trust in the Lord. I, I've told y'all, I, I, here at the church, y'all know this. And I, I, I remember one time that I, I was praying. We, we, we had some things that needed to be answered. And uh, we needed an answer to a prayer. And needed God to move pretty quick. And I, I, I remember, I remember swinging out on that 6 by 6 on my front porch. I, and looking up to heaven. I, and said, God, I'm just, I, I'm just expecting you to take care of it. I, I, and to handle it. And by that evening, God had. Can you remember back to times like that? That God gives us a hope. Remember when you had hope? You may you say, I've got hope now. That's good. Amen. But, but I'm talking to people that need to think back tonight uh, and remember a time in your life. You may not have hope now. I, I, I'm telling you, God has not changed. If you had hope then, you've got hope now. Amen. You may just not realize it tonight. He's always there to help us. Romans 15, he said, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through the patience and, and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. We'll read that book. You, you low on hope, pick this book up and begin to read it. You're talking about helping you hope and giving you some faith. What was it? Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the words of God. Look in verse 8 with me. He said, Yet the Lord will command His loving kindness in the daytime... And in the night his song shall be with me. You remember when you had a song in the night? You remember when, when, when things could get rough and, uh, and it would get dark, but, but yet you still had a song in the night? Some of these right here, right now, uh, you, you're in a dark spot, but I, I'm telling you, it's about to beat you down. It's about to get you down. I, I, but if you'll think back, you used to have a song in the night. Psalms chapter 17 and verse 3. He said, Thou hast visited me in the night time. He comes by and, and we can sing in the night time. I told you all this morning for those of you that was here, uh, when that storm rolled through the, uh, the other Friday, uh, I, I was just singing all the time, the dearest friend I ever had. I mean, I was singing along. Driving along, singing. Psalm 77, I have considered the days of old and the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit and made diligent search. He said, I, I call to remembrance the song that I used to sing when, when, when my heart, even in the darkest times, I, I, I would just trust God and God would come by. Can you sing in the night time? When it's not going right and it's going bad, do you still have a song in your heart? Look in verse 9. I will say unto the God of my rock, Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go mourning because of the oppression of mine enemy? Now he wants God to know that 
he feels forsaken, but he's talking to the Lord. You remember the last time that you talked to the Lord? When's the last time you talked to the Lord? Now he's talking to the Lord right here. He said, I will say unto the God, my rock. Now, he said, God's my rock. But yet he is over here saying, why hast thou forgotten me? Something don't seem right there, does it? He said, God, you're my foundation. You're the one that I'm built on. You're the one that I'm trusting in. And I know that I will not seek. But have you forgotten me? (laughs) Think about that for just a second. I'm being honest tonight. It's like this, ain't it, church? It's just a roller coaster ride some days. But he's talking to the Lord. When's the last time you talked to the Lord? When's the last time you fellowshiped? When's the last time you had prayer? When's the last time that you had a constant prayer life? Remember back. He said, remember. Look in verse 3 with me. I'm I'm going in a hurry tonight. Verse 3, he said, My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? If you look in verse 10, it's the same thing. He says, As with the sword in me, he said, In my bones, mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Can you think back to a time when Satan would make you doubt or get you to doubt? We don't like to talk about doubt, do we? Because sometimes that makes us feel pretty rough. That we, ought to, that we ought to be stronger than that, that we ought to be more spiritual uh, and that to doubt. Now, mo- most here at the church knows this, uh, what, what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 11. Now, when John had heard... Uh, in, I want you to take your Bible. Go over there and look. Matthew 11. Because you may need to underline this in your Bible. Matthew chapter 11. Uh, when, when I discovered these verses, they really helped me. Matthew 11... Look in verse 2. Matthew 11 verse 2. Now when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again these things, those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached unto them, preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. He said, you go back and you show John. John has probably been in prison for about a year right now. He preached against divorce over there uh, and that to Herod uh, about having his brother Philip's wife. uh, And he ends up in prison because of his preaching. And by the way, it's because of his preaching that he loses his head too. I've got a message I preach sometimes on the message that got the preacher killed. But he's beginning to doubt. He said, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? You you say, Well, John, you know, John's, you know, he he, he really, you know, wasn't for sure. Yeah, he was for sure. How do you know? Take your Bible and go to John chapter 1. Look in verse 29. John 1 verse 29. He's baptizing out in Bethabara at the river Jordan. John chapter 1 verse 29. And the next day John seeth Jesus coming 
unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. He sees Jesus coming over the horizon out there uh, and he points to those that are around him uh, and points to Christ uh, uh, and he says, Behold uh, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me, and I knew him not, uh, uh, but that he should be made uh, manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. Verse 32. And John by record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him, and I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw him by record that this is the Son of God. John said, I believe this is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah. It's him. But we come to the book of Matthew after he's been in prison for about a year. He said, are you the one that should come or do we look for another? In the psalmist's problem, they were jumping up on his shoulder, if I could say that. And they were whispering in his ear, are you sure God's real? Have you ever doubted your salvation? Maybe you need to doubt yourself. Maybe, maybe you're not saved. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you come and want to get saved and you trust Christ to save you, you ask Him, I believe He'll do that very thing. I believe that tonight. Because I don't want to talk anybody in or out of their salvation. But I want to get that thing settled. Maybe you're sitting here tonight and you don't know that. I'm telling you, God can show you that. God can help you with that if you'll let Him tonight. And maybe you know you're lost and you need to get saved tonight. I I pray you'll come and get saved. Amen. But He'll have you doubting everything. He'll have you doubting whether the Scripture's true. He'll have you doubting whether the Word of God's right. He'll have you doubting uh, the Savior Himself. He'll have you doubting whether God's even real sometimes. If you'll just let him. Where is thy God? Can you think back to a time when, when, when you did doubt some, but yet God helped you and brought you through that? Some of you have done this. You cast yourself upon him and made Christ your all in all tonight. And you can remember that day or that time or that hour when when you said, I've had enough and I'm just going to trust Him. That might have been for salvation. You know, it might have been like in Matthew chapter 11, Come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. You just took all that you could take. And boy, somebody told you about Jesus and the Holy Spirit dealt with you and showed you you needed to get saved and you moved. Remember back to that. Can you think back to when you got saved? What about when you needed help? The psalmist right here, boy, he needs help so bad. And you remember a time in 1 Peter 5 and 7 where he said, Cast all you care upon him, for he careth for you. You ever remember doing things like that? I do. Maybe you need to do that now. Maybe you need to cast care upon him. Your worry, your concern. We got so many people just scared to death what's going on in the world, worried to death about what's going on in the world. I'm talking about safe folk. 
We shouldn't be worried about what's going on in the world. I mean, the one we serve is controlling this thing. I mean, he's only strong tonight. I forget what I was worried about, Mitchell, but I was asking the Lord for some scripture to help me. What I was trying to figure out. And, and I mean, I, I had no more asked him for that. And what came to my mind was Proverbs 3 when he said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. and all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. And, and I remember telling the Lord, that ain't what I wanted. <laughs> I needed something with a little more clarity behind it than just to trust in the Lord and lean not to thine own understanding. <laughs> I did. I told him that. Y'all may think I'm crazy. But that's what I told the Lord. And he said, but that's what you need. Sometimes we just got to simply cast ourselves on Him and trust Him that He's going to handle it and see it through. Do you, can you ever think back to a time when you've done that? Just remember back. You're worried right now. You're worried, you're worried yourself to death over things. But, but if you'll remember back to some times in your life when you have just trusted Him. And you know what He done? He come through for you, didn't He? He said, when I remember these things. Do we remember these things? Psalms 115, the psalmist said, Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. That's what the Lord is tonight. He's our help and our shield. Do you remember back to these things? I hope you can tonight. Let's bow our heads tonight if we would across the house.